Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 259. I'm excited. I've got my co-host, and we've got a great um, guest. We've got Amy... Ro- Ro- oh, let's do it again. I apologise. Very good. Right. I'm going to butcher your surname, but let's have another go. So it's three, two, one. Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 259. We've got a special guest. I'm going to butcher his name, no, but I'm going to have a go. It's Amy Rosadis. Um, and we're going to be talking about all things Facebook here. He's got a really fantastic YouTube channel. He's been pumping out some fantastic stuff about using the power of Facebook. You know that I'm also all about Facebook myself. So, Amy, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you so much for the invitation that you and Robert um, um, gave me. So thank you so much. Really an honor to be here. As far as myself, I'm Jaime Resendez, and I'm a real estate agent here in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. So here in Texas, been in real estate for as a practitioner for about nearly four years now. But when it comes to the online marketing, that's been since 2010, basically, and really leveraging social media in every capacity, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, any any platform, we'll certainly dig into it and really focus on the paid aspect of the platform. The organic is fantastic, but I'm more in the acceleration game. So really trying to get results a lot quicker than posting one day at a time. That's great. I've got my great co-host, Robert Newman. Robert, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? I'm in the exact, yes. So my name is Robert Newman. I'm a real estate marketing specialist who's been doing it for 13 years, and I specialize in what would be considered the opposite end of marketing than uh, Jaime. I do the long-term content, inbound stuff. Uh, So this is going to be a great conversation. Yeah, and I'm the founder of MailRiot. It's a suite of tools. It uses the power of Facebook to get you quality buyer and seller leads and much, much more. Go over to MailRiot, have a look at what we're offering. Let us do a demo for you. You're going to be blown away. So, Amy, um, this 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 might go into the meat of it. And um, can you give us some maybe, because I thought you were a we're going to be a superb guest because not only have you shown that you really understand Facebook, but you're a practicing agent. So there can be no argument. You're using what you preach. So are there any campaigns that you've done recently, let's say in the next, the last six to 12 months that um, come to mind that have generated you some fantastic results? Absolutely. So the one that immediately comes to mind is a just listed campaign. And I would love to make that available to your audience um, wherever you send them. I'll make that available to you so you can send it on their way. So they see the exact ad copy. So there's no guessing. But basically, the gist of the campaign is whenever you put a a property out to market, you're going to run a just listed campaign and I will furnish you everything, the targeting, the ad copy, the almost the images, we can't necessarily use the same images, but give you everything that you need to um, to use. With the just listed campaign, it really prompts people to reach out to you and give you their name, their email, and their phone number because they're more interested in the property that you're advertising. So you present it in such a way where people are compelled to become leads. So basically people are knocking on the door 
really wanting to give you as much information as possible in exchange for the property that you're listing. Now, one of the questions that comes up is, well, what if I don't have a listing? There's a a lot of newer agents out there that don't have any listings. So the strategy there is to either get permission from your broker to advertise another listing from the brokerage or go outside of your brokerage and ask for written permission from the listing agent so you can market that property as well. So I also have the script on that and I would love to make that available to you, Jonathan, so you can share to your audience. Oh, we're gonna. There's going to be a full transcription um, on the MailRite website and you send that to me and I'll make sure that that is totally available and they can download it and everything. And it's great for, for you to offer that. Over to you, Robert. So I'm looking at your your site. So for our audience, not for you, uh, Jaime, um, there I'm just going to explain. So, so something, which is Facebook marketing, social marketing, my perception, only my perception is that you can get lots of leads very fast. The cost of acquisition, which is a fancy way of saying how much does it cost you to get that lead, is can be very inexpensive if you do it well. I'm looking at one of Jaime's uh, pages and, and it's showing an example where he's acquiring, it says a result, but I assume that's a lead for $1.80, which is a very low cost of acquisition. So, um, and you've got full tutorials up on your YouTube channel, how to teach people how to do this and how to, how to do it yourself. I guess my question for you first and foremost is, you're, you're a practicing agent who's selling real estate. Do I have that correct? Or are you a, like a coach selling coaching services? I'm not necessarily uh, selling coaching services. So now I support the team that I have. So okay. I'm not um, practicing much any longer unless they're just personal referrals. Most of, the, most of my time is spent supporting my agents. Okay. And how many agents do you have that you're supporting? 20. 20. Okay. I got you. And um, when you got into this, because you said you've been in online marketing, what compelled you to look at like social marketing first? Like what was your thought process as you, four years ago, you get into real estate, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm going to make some money. Why, Why social marketing? Well, the one, there's so many people on social media. That's one. And then the targeting at that time, so we're talking several years back before several targeting features went away. At that time, it was incredibly simple to do, meaning where you could highlight people that were likely to move. I mean, there was a button on Facebook, as an example, that right there said, likely to move. Anybody could create a campaign and would see results of people that were likely to move as Facebook gathers all of the information across the internet. I mean, maybe not all, but pretty darn close. So there was a lot of selling indicators that was giving accurate data for Facebook so we could, as advertisers and as business owners, be able to target them. So to answer your question, just the amount of traffic that was there, the, the huge audience, but also the specificity on how we could target that audience. Okay. So you you brought something up and I I'm, I wasn't going to talk about this, but you've already mentioned it in subtly. How have the changes? So Facebook has been getting pressure from legislation in a in hundred different places to ratchet down basically how much they spy on an individual, like how much information they give out, how much, how much they, how has that impacted you? Like you're, you're a Facebook guy, you're doing this all the time. I assume you're doing it for these 20 agents. How does that impact you? 
you have to go a little bit broader in the sense of when you're marketing. So you can't go as specific. So really, it hasn't um, stopped us too much where we actually have to think about what we're doing from the front end. So what I mean by that is in the past, it was very, very simple. You just ran one campaign, one ad set and one ad, and you were getting a ton of leads. But now you actually have to think about, about advertising in campaigns, meaning you have to have a strategy. So I'm going to launch this campaign with this type of messaging. And then right behind it, I'm going to launch what's known as a retargeting ad of the people that showed at least a level of interest. So there's a little bit more planning that goes into it. At the end of the day, the users are still there, except you're not able to target them with as as much specificity as you once were able to. So in summary, launching what I call an anchor ad, and then right behind that, multiple ads that are there to play cleanup and close the uh, close the deal, if you will. Okay. And when you're, I noticed that you're on YouTube. So one of my burning questions, because uh, John, John knows this, but you don't. Um, I've done some writing. I've partnered with a company here in California called Wailopo, and they use Facebook. They launched their whole company using Facebook. And, and the guy that runs it, Ji Jafung, is somebody that I've known for a decade, like a long time. He's, he's a brilliant marketer. And they're using video inside their ad sets. They're using something that they call Listing Rocket, but it's just a fancy way. They figured out an auto-generated like video that they can use. And they're starting to swear by it. Like it's a big anchor inside their marketing proposal, pitch, whatever you want to call it. Are you using video as part of your ads? Yes. Yes. Video performs incredibly well. Okay. Incredibly well. And what kind of video? Because I'm sure that some of the people listening to the show would be fascinated to understand how you're leveraging it. Well, there's multiple types of videos. So one is a, one's a branding video. So whenever we take on new, um, new agents that are wanting to break into their market, either they move there or just um, are new or just want to completely do a revamp on their marketing, we run a branding video, which kind of serves like a, um, an anchor video. I'm sorry, an anchor ad that, we, that I brought up a couple of minutes ago. So a branding video is designed to get people aware of not only the agent, but the services that they provide and their brand, hence the name. And then we still do the same methodology of retargeting. So we do branding videos. That's one. We do listing videos in a limited capacity. There's um. It's not a. It's not the best thing to do, but when it comes to the types of whether images or videos, videos more often than not will outperform the images. But we'll do listing videos as well. That they just have to be a little bit more succinct because at the end of the day, what we want are leads and actual business extrapolated from Facebook. So listing videos is another type of video. Informational videos as well. I and. I'm not sure if I'm answering the question, but those are generally the types of videos that we launch with um, some of them are very direct to the point. So we're trying to get people to act on that, you know, as soon as they click. There's some videos that are a little bit longer uh, term. So a little bit more like branding videos would be an example of we don't necessarily want your information today. We just want you to know that we're around, but trust that in the future, when we retarget you three months from now, six months from now, nine months from now, we're going to be collecting that information. I got you. So I have one, one burning question. And, and then if John, if you want to pick it up, I, I, I'm going to hand it back over to you after this. But here's my burning question. 
So my experience with Facebook leads, I'm not a Facebook expert. John's the guy that, that of this duo that spends his time on that platform. I'm Google and I, I know a lot about Google. So ask me anything about SEO or PPC and I, I probably, I'm your, bo- I'm your boy. But the, the Facebook stuff I've, I, I have not focused on as much. But here's what I've noticed with all of my partners and Ylopo and all the people that I do business with that use Facebook, which is a huge amount of agents that I do business with. Of 150 clients, I'd say 75 do Facebook in some way or another. So the thing that I've noticed is they all have had to put together a back-end system like tools that they use in order to nurture and capture leads because even with the things that you're suggesting, it tends to cast a very wide net which is a, a, a nice way of saying you probably have to go through 30 or 40 or 50 of these leads to find the person that, that you're going to do business with. So are you using, what, what back system are you using and why are you using it? Absolutely. So that's a great question. And I mean, you're spot on when it comes to the back end, which is basically follow-up. And the, the system that, that we use is KV Core. So okay. KV Core is our CRM that does emails, that does text, that does voice drops, that does video. So we integrate directly into KV Core and have a lot of the system uh, take care of itself. So the text, the phone calls. So the agents that I work with personally, personally on my team, they, they have the benefit of my ISAs. So we have people actually calling on their behalf. But then beyond that, so the exp- extended network of the agents that I work with, they um they don't necessarily have access to my personal ISS but ISAs but they have access to other calling um other calling uh, appointment setters so it's a, it's a combination of text emails voicemail drops and also calling um directly and having a very i don't want to say repetitive but with online leads to your point there is a good amount of follow up that needs to happen so within those next 30 days from the lead that comes in they will be hearing from us in some capacity multiple times over. And are you, did you decide to build your own ISA team or did you use a service like Conversion Monster or Agent Assistant? So, I mean, there's a hundred of them, so I'm not going to name them all. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm just going to say that, that you have a choice as a business owner when you're, when you're building the system up. It's, it's like either you can hire and train your own team of ISAs or you can go out and find somebody who does real estate specific and they'll call your leads for you. So which, which route did you decide to go? We kind of merged them. <laughs> we kind of merged them. So there was a company that was starting out and um, they weren't necessarily focused in real estate. So when we, um, when we got involved, we kind of be- became partners where I was doing the education aspect of it. They were securing the, um, the workforce. Okay. I got you. So, so a bastardization of the two. You found a new vendor, and you basically said, "Hey, I'll teach you real estate, but you give us a good deal on your services, so on and so forth." Right? Okay. And um, has that? I think, been- I think we need to go for a break. Actually, sure. um, when we come for our break, I'm going to be asking. Apart from video, which we've already talked about, I'm going to be asking um, our great guest about. Um, two areas that, that really get me excited about Facebook, and that's lead ads and custom audiences. I'm going to be asking a few questions about that. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. 
Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back, folks. I'm scared of my uh, co-host, but he'll be back in a few seconds. So, um, like I said um, before the break, I, I wanted to talk about lead ads and custom audiences. Um, they are two areas, apart from video, that we mentioned in the first half that really get me excited. So, what what's your feelings about those two areas? And maybe you could give a, a brief description to our listeners and viewers what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> well, there's a great debate when it comes to online marketing, specifically on Facebook. There's a the lead forms, which which what you're alluding to. So lead generation campaigns, it's one of the 11 campaign objectives on Facebook. And just, in, just to summarize what they are, it's a campaign that keeps the audience, people that click on your ads on Facebook. So whenever they click learn more, download, um, whatever, whatever the call to action is on the ad, they stay on Facebook. And when they click on the ad, their information that they willingly gave to Facebook automatically populates in the lead form. That's where it gets its name. So all they have to do is click again and they their information is shot over to you. So that's the lead generation campaign. Now, the other types of campaigns, every single one without exemption is, um, is basically driving, well, maybe there's another one, the messages campaign, but most other uh, campaign objectives They'll send the audience, the people that click on your ads, to an external site, whether that's your website, whether that's your landing page, basically outside of Facebook. So the great debate is, which is better? Is it the lead forms or, or the lead generation campaigns or a traffic campaign, a conversion campaign, reach campaign, brand awareness, what have you? So anything that drives people away. What's your feeling? What's your feeling? What's, what's the feeling? Just putting it to you straight. So I would say that, Facebook conversion ads have higher quality and Facebook lead forms is the great way to get started with advertising. So the lead generation campaign, it'd be, it's the easiest entry point into anybody that's looking to do Facebook advertising. However, going back to Robert's point, when it comes to casting a wider net and people submitting the information, um, it's going to give you more leads and it's going to cost less, but at the end of the day, it's not going to be as um, as high quality as if you send them outside of the uh, Facebook ecosystem into and, and use a traffic campaign or a conversion campaign because there, they actually have to input their information as opposed to Facebook automatically populating their information in the forms. Now, the other thing I'm, I'm a bit, I, I go on and on with my agents about is, is building up your database and your email database and really sub and subdividing it because you then can use it with Facebook with a lookalike audience and that really gets me going. Um, the power of that. Can you have you utilized that and maybe you can tell the audience what that's about? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right when it comes to the database. And real estate agents, uh, their business is the database. So your database is is your business. Now, when it comes to collecting people's information, their names, their emails, their phone numbers, all of that is super valuable. And having a centralized location, whether you use KV Core, whether you use 
any other CRM or any uh, email autoresponder, that is important in and of itself. Now, if you have all of that information in one place, you have the ability to create what's called a custom audience on Facebook. So with that custom audience that you have on Facebook, it's if Facebook is going to go out there and find those people on Facebook. So if they use the same phone number or the same email when they registered into Facebook, Facebook will find them. So you're able to market to your database that you uploaded to Facebook as a custom audience and directly speak to them. So that's one level. That's, um, that's a custom audience that you create. Now, there's a different level, which you're alluding to, Jonathan, and that is the... Um, and that is the special ad audience. So it's no longer called the lookalike audience when you're advertising to people that are running ads to credit, employment, housing, and political action um, topics. So that's the special ad audience that was created because of the changes of, you know, well, Facebook is getting um, pressured uh, a thousand different ways to limit their, um, their what Robert was, was alluding to earlier. So that special ad audience, that's the, the housing category falls in that special ad audience. So what you now have to do is create a special ad audience. I know it gets confusing, but you it have does, to create doesn't it? But you're, you're a bit more up to date than me. It's interesting what you're going to say. So are you, are you going to say that its its power has been pared down a little bit? It's been tampered you? down. It's the tamper down. Now, the lookalike audience which is basically uh, is um, it's still there, but it looks at the custom audience that you once created and it goes out into Facebook and finds similar profiles. That's basically what, um, what we're talking about. However, there's a special ad audience and there's a lookalike audience. The lookalike audience is a little bit more powerful because they are still collecting a lot more data points that the special ad audience can no longer do. Wow, that's a fantastic explanation of that. Over to you, Robert. So, um, I guess, I guess my question would be: So, you're four years into to this uh, this road that you've taken with Facebook, um, and you've, you specifically said that you like to accelerate your growth. Which, by the way, is is language for if you have money and you know how, what to do with it in terms of. Uh, the language I use is direct marketing. Now, direct can mean TV and radio too. It just means you pay money, you get an advertisement up in front of somebody. You're leveraging that system with via social media, if I understand your strategies. So you're doing Facebook and YouTube and so on and so forth. But you stayed away from Google, you said, I, th- I think, is what I heard you say. Is that right? Uh, no, no. No, uh, he, he's into it. Oh, he, he's a master, Robert. Yeah, he, uh, he loves it's all not necessarily stayed a, a, away from Google. I think that um, I think Google has it, its absolute place. But when it comes to uh, when it comes to the budgets that some of the agents that I work with, um, whether they're in my network or they're outside of my network, the um, when we choose, most of the time we go with Facebook. That with Google, it's um, it's we we pick either or. So I have nothing against Google at all. Okay, and uh, you keep you keep saying agents inside your network and agents outside your network, which seems to infer that somehow you're working with agents outside your network, like because you're apparently talking to them. Can, can you explain that to me? Because I don't know what you like. I can see that you have 
uh, a, a course or some, something. I see something called Facebook Ads Mastery. It looks like you've got courses, whether or not you pay for those courses or you don't pay for those courses. That isn't incredibly apparent to me. So can you, can you explain to me what that side of your business is all about? Of course, of course. So when I say in, in network, I mean to the brokerage that I'm a part of. So I'm part of EXP Realty. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that have joined me and uh, are part of my network. So I'm their sponsoring agent. So that's the, the smaller core that I alluded to earlier. Now, outside of network, I consider anybody outside of EXP. Those are the people that do consulting with me. Those are the people that purchase my courses. Those are the people that I have the done for you model. And that can be title companies, lenders, real estate agents, have a good amount of builders that I work with as well in, in doing their lead generation. But everything is revolving around real estate. Gotcha. So effectively, you're also a digital marketer in the truest sense of the form in that you have information and you somehow you sell that information. The information in this case from understanding you correctly, the package is I will teach you how to do Facebook marketing for your real estate related business. Is that, is that correct? Yes. It's either the um, I teach you and you learn it or we have the done for you model as well where I and my team do it for them. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. Is it, uh, can I ask you what the pricing for that is, or is this not the right place for that? Uh, Everyone has different pricing, but it's generally $2,000. Per month, one flat fee? Per month. So what we do is something unique where the, well, I guess it's not all that unique when it comes to how everyone else is structured, but the done for you model, it's, um, Half will go to the ad spend, the other goes to the services. Gotcha. So it's not, you're not charging 2000 and then charging an advertising budget no. beyond that. You're saying, no. give me effectively, give me $1,000 a month and I'm going to give you qualified Facebook leads if, if I'm getting this all. Standard package, there's a few more, uh, there's more finer print, if you will, but that's basically what it is. And w- the reason we do it that way and in, in not say, hey, 1,000 plus whatever. The reason we say 2,000 is because there are people that want to hire us, but are only um, going to spend $250 a month. That's not the type of, that's not the right fit for, for us. We would much rather have them at least. Send, send, them, send them to me. Was. Send them to me. You have to discuss that. Um, we're going to end the podcast past show. Are you up for spending another 12, 15 minutes with us? Which we call bonus content. Are you okay with that? Sure, sure. I'm enjoying it. Um, I want to ask you about your experiences with EXP. You know what 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 you felt about them um, because they're they've exploded on the market in the past couple of years, haven't they? Um, so, um, Amy, how can what's the best way for people to get hold of you, learn more about you, and all your knowledge about digital marketing? The best place is going to be YouTube. So that is really the, the even though I, I talk a lot about Facebook ads, talk a lot about every type of advertising, YouTube is really where I'm focused in on this year. And I mean, unless things radically change, that's going to be my focus next year. So YouTube would be the best place to, to reach me at. In regards to the EXP experience, it's been fantastic for me and what I do, which is kind of how, why I had to separate the um, 
you know, the in-network versus out-of-network where... Yeah, so explain that in the bonus content, right? Uh, all right, and Robert, Robert, what's the best way for people to find out more about you, your company, and you, you, your thoughts and posts? Sure. For those of you who are new to the show, I also am both on YouTube and I have, I have a, I'm a content marketer, which means that all of my thoughts... And my deep learning is in the form of a blog. That blog is inboundrem.com. And you can literally learn everything that there is to want to learn about the long game in terms of marketing, real estate postcards, how to prospect, uh, digital content, marketing plans, you name it. It's there and it's all free. So go to inboundrem.com if you, if you, if you kind of got a little taste of learning for the sh- from the show and want a lot more. That's great. And to watch the bonus content and all the interview, plus over 200 different interviews with different experts and internal discussions that me and Robert cover in almost every aspect of digital marketing for real estate agents, just go over to the MailRite YouTube channel, subscribe, and you'll be able to watch all the bonus content and all the other great resources we have on the YouTube channel. We'll see you next week when we either have an internal discussion or another great guest. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Bye.